0: Welcome back folks to the Geezer Gus Presents Old Time Radio Series. I'm so thrilled you tuned in. Today's oldie episode is from the popular radio western classic, The Lone Ranger. This episode is titled Toughest Kid in Town. The Lone Ranger radio show was extremely popular with both children and adults, and aired from 1933 to 1956. This episode is brought to you by our friends at BoomerFlix.com. At BoomerFlix, you can watch hundreds of the old classic television shows, along with the old classic comedy, westerns, horror, and science fiction movies too. So give BoomerFlix.com a visit, and enjoy the old classics again. Also, please visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the program shows and episodes. If you can, you can help GeezerGus keep this podcast up and running, by buying him a cup of coffee at the support link below. Thanks a million. Now, enjoy this episode of The Lone Ranger, titled Toughest Kid in Town.
1: fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty higho silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion Tato, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere on the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. One 2 Silver, let's go big fellow, i will Silver, The huge gates of territorial prison swung open, and the guard bid goodbye to the big, rough looking man who stood gazing out at the broad sweep of prairie that meant fresh air and freedom. All right,
2: Lawson,
3: this is it. So long.
1: So long. Spike Lawson stopped and turned. For one long moment, he stared at the building he had just left after two long years. Then, with a scowl on his face, he swung away and walked determinedly toward a man who waited with two horses a short distance away. Hi,
4: Pete. I knew you'd
1: be waiting. Howdy, Spike. Good to have you free
4: again. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Nice bronc you brought for me. Steady, fellow. Let's get away from here. Sure. Get up. Get
5: up. How's my kid doing, Pete? Fine, Spike, fine. Getting so big, you'll hardly recognize him. Sure was nice of you to take care of him while I was doing time. I think nothing of it. Jack hasn't been much trouble. Sort of the kind of kid that looks after himself. He's tough as all get-out, too. Tough? Yeah. Like I said, Jack's big for a boy of 15. He's got all the other kids around the town adjacent towing the mark, I can tell you. Ah, if you get started with your gang again, Jack'll sure make a good extra hand, Spike. I was
4: hoping that kid'd turn out different from me, sorta. What do you mean different? Well, maybe amount to something instead of being an outlaw like his old man.
5: (laughs) Well, after all, Jack ought to have something to say about what he wants to be. But from what I see, he's going to be just like his old man. Yep. And kid's a natural to be a gunslinging owl who, just like you, Spike.
1: Late that night, Jack Lawson, Spike's 15-year-old son, entered the cabin on the edge of Jason. Jack stood for a moment near the door, staring at the man who sat at the table playing cards with Pete. Then he approached them enthusiastically. Pop! Well,
2: golly, Pete didn't tell me you were getting out today. I thought i surprise you, kid. Well, you sure surprised me, all right.
5: Aren't you going to say anything to the kids, Spike?
2: Oh, yeah, Pop, what's the matter? Why are you staring at me like that?
5: Where you been till this hour, Jack?
2: Oh, uptown with a few fellas. We have a little gang. I'm the leader, too.
4: A gang, huh? And staying out till all hours, too. Look, kid... I don't like it at all. But
2: you're leader of a gang, won't you, Pop? Why can't I be?
4: Take a close look at me, kid. See what two years at hard labor did to your old man. You want to end up in territorial? Or at the end of a rope, maybe? But
2: gosh, Pop, if you can take the chance, I can. Oh, gee, it's good to have you home. If you get your gang started again, maybe you'll let Get out of here. Go on. Get before I. please. Hey, Pop, please, let go. You're choking me.
4: I'm uh, crazy a bit, I guess, I. Sorry, kid. Go on to bed. Go on.
2: Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, sure, Pop. Good
5: night. You shouldn't have grabbed him that way, Spike. What do you want to scare the daylights out of the kid for? The first time he sees you in two years.
4: What's the use? Sit down, Pete. (laughs) We'll finish this game.
1: following afternoon, Dan Reed, 14-year-old nephew of the Lone Ranger, rode to the general store in Jason on his horse, Victor. Leaving the beautiful white stallion at the hitch rack, Dan went in to get supplies. A few minutes later, Jack Lawson and one of his cronies sauntered over and stood admiring the horse.
2: Hey, Bud, look at that horse. He sure is a beaut. Yeah, oh, I'd sure like to have one like that. But I noticed the kid that rode him into town, eh? He wasn't very big. He sure didn't look very tough, either. Yeah, I noticed him, too. Well, I hope he isn't in a hurry to get away from town. Why? Because I'm going to ride around a bit on that stallion, that's why. Maybe he won't let you, Jack. <laughs> you loco. How's he going to stop me if I decide to do it? I guess he can't, seeing as you're the toughest kid in town. I'm going to mind him and get going right now. <laughs> ah, hold still, you on the to side-winder? Watch out, Jack. I'll trample you. He's looking mean. No horse will ever trample me. Once I get on him, he'll be sorry for acting up. Oh, there, now, horse. Get her here. Hey, what are you trying to do? Easy, Victor. Steady, fellas. Well, well. So you don't like what I'm trying to do, huh, kid? This is my horse. You have no right to bother him.
5: Oh, you get that, Jack. It's his horse, so you mustn't bother him.
2: I decide to ride that horse a while, see? And whether you like it or not, I'm going to do it.
5: You better watch out, kid. This is Jack Lawson, the toughest kid in town.
0: He's bigger than you, and if he gets
2: real mad... Yeah. I think I am getting mad, too. I'm the one who should get mad. Just let my horse alone, and we'll have no trouble. I'm going to ride that horse. But before I do, kid, I'm going to beat the living daylights out of you. Now, stand back, bud. There's no reason for us to fight, Lawson. <laughs> he's trying to beg off now, Jack. Well, he's not getting out of it that easy. This will show him... <laughs> You're forcing me to do this. Why, you little you've
1: show you. Dan raided and taught to fight well, but the Lone Ranger had also taught him to use his knowledge only in self-defense. As he faced the larger boy, Dan easily carried the blows that Jack Lawson threw at him, and in return made every blow of his own a telling one. At first, Jack seemed to have the advantage of brute force, but as the fight progressed and Dan landed slow after blow, the ugly look on Jack's face turned to one of amazement. Uh, I'll
2: fix you yet. Oh, I don't think you will. <laughs> Holy moly, what a sock. Hit him, Jack. Uh,
1: I'll hit him all right. Ooh, oh,
2: that's dead hurt. Well, take this one. Oh! Hey. <laughs> you want to go on, get up, Lawson. Get up, Jack. Before he jumps on you. I'll wait. No, no, I've had enough. Don't hit me here. Let me help you out. Look, wait. I, I don't want to fight anymore. I don't either, Lawson. So I'll join myself. I couldn't let you take my horse. Well, you you mean you're not going to follow up the advantage? Let's you... forget it, shall we, Jack? Well, what do you know about that? Jack would have kicked the stuffing out of you if he got you down, kid. I don't fight that way. When oh, I tell the other kids about this, how bet they'd agree to have you for our leader instead of Jack. Thanks, but I don't go in for gangs. It only leads to trouble and jail or, or worse. Golly, kid, I've never met anyone like you before. What's your name? Dan Reed. I know yours is Jack Lawson. Yeah, that's right. I had the reputation of being the toughest kid in town, but I guess now... doesn't get you anywhere, Jack. It just gets other people down on you. Who told you all that sort of stuff, Dan. Friend of mine. Yeah. Same one who gave me the horse and who taught me how to fight and shoot and ride well.
5: Look, Jack, I'm leaving. I'll see you later. So long.
2: He's going to tell the gang about the beating you gave me. You're a good fighter. Well, that is, you could be if you knew a few of the rules and fought fair. You know, I... I never had a real friend, but if I ever had the chance to have, I think someone like you would be just we the one. We can be friends if you like, Jack. How about it? Oh gosh, sure. Let's shake on. it. All right. I better be getting along now. Uh, maybe I'll see you next time I come to town. by easy. So long, Jack. If anybody ever tries to pick on you, Dan, just let me know. <laughs> Thanks. Goodbye. Come on, Victor.
1: Leaving the town of Jason, Dan Reed rode into the nearby hills to the camp he shared with the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Dan told them about his encounter with Jack Lawson. <laughs> I noticed the slight discoloration
3: around your left eye, Dan. But <laughs>
2: well, well, Jack's a hard hitter. He's big for his age, but he doesn't know how to handle himself in a fight. Well,
3: from what you tell us, Dan, he not want to pick on you again. Oh, no, Tonto.
2: We made up and became friends. Jack could be a nice fellow if he tried.
3: I know of his father, Dan. Oh, you do? Yes. In fact, that's one reason why we came here to Jason. See, Jack's father was an outlaw. Went to prison, but he recently got out and came to Jason. I understand his gang is still waiting for him.
2: Golly. No wonder Jack acts so tough.
3: Mm, that's right. It's not good for Jack to follow father's footsteps and be outlaw. There's no reason why he should, Tonto. Dan, why don't you bring Jack out here to the camp a day or two? Maybe we could change a few of his ideas. Oh,
2: gosh, I'd like to.
3: All right, then. Bring him out tomorrow. Let's prepare supper, Tuttle.
1: Next day, Dan rode into Jason and found Jack. Then the two boys set out for the Lone Ranger's camp. Within a short time, they reined up and dismounted.
2: Oh, 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 oh. oh steady, follow, him. easy, boy. Hey. This is camp where I stay with my friends, Jack. Oh, Dan, Jumping Catfish, a masked outlaw. Well, Dan, why didn't you tell me you were? Seen he with isn't a... an outlaw, Jack. Honest.
3: That's right, Jack. I'm not. So just forget the mask. I'm glad Dan brought you out to see us. Well, thanks. Come along and meet Tonto. Hey,
2: Dan, a man wears a mask. He must be an outlaw. Now, tell me, who is he? Take my word for it, Jack. He isn't an outlaw. After you've been around a few days and gets to know you better, I'm sure he'll tell you why he wears a mask and all. Well, all right, then, but uh, I'm still curious. Oh, oh Gosh. Uh, Dan, tell us about you, Jack. Ninja. Tano's our best friend, Jack.
3: Not right. Suppose we all take a short ride, Dan. You can ride Jack's bronc, and he can ride Victor if you want him to.
2: Sure. Would you like to, Jack? Oh, golly, yeah.
3: Fine. When we get back, Tonto and I will give Jack a few of the pointers we gave you, Dan, on fighting to defend yourself. All right, let's get the horses.
1: For several days, Jack visited the camp and learned much from the Lone Ranger and Tonto about shooting, riding, and boxing. Though he was still somewhat dubious about the mask, the kindness and patience of the Lone Ranger made Jack think of him with awe and wonderment. No one had ever been so understanding, and the thing that struck Jack most was the wonderful relationship that existed between Dan and the two men. His feeling of friendship for Dan grew strong, and his admiration for the Lone Ranger was boundless. Not knowing that they knew about his father, Jack hadn't mentioned him, and as the days went by, he felt disgraced to think his father was an outlaw. One night when he returned home, his father was not there, but Pete was waiting.
2: Hello, kid. I've been waiting for you. Waiting for me? What, Pete? Well, I
5: finally convinced your old man. What do you mean? Look, Spikes at the gang's hideout right now. I'm to bring you there. In a couple of nights we're going to pull the first job he's planned since he come back, and he's going to let you help. <laughs> ah, from then on, kid. You'll be a full-fledged outlaw.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments... to continue our story. Arriving home, Jack found Pete waiting for him. Pete told him they were to go to his father at the gang's hideout, and that Jack was to take part in a job that would make him a full fledged outlaw. For a moment, Jack stared at Pete without speaking. Then the boy gave voice to a thought that raced through his mind. You know, Peter, I always hoped Pop
2: would let me join up with the gang someday.
1: Sure, I knew you were hoping that kid. Being big
5: for your age, the time's come when he's going to let you.
2: But now I've changed my mind, Pete. I don't want to be an outlaw at all. What? What's come over you, Jack? Uh, I don't know exactly, but you can tell Pop I don't want to help on that job.
5: But it's all planned out, kid, and we need a boy to put it over. You can't back out now. I'm not
2: going with you, Pete. Just tell Pop I said I've changed my mind about things.
5: Look, Jack. Spike said to bring you out there, and that's what I aim to do.
2: Hey.
5: This says you're coming with me.
2: Don't point that gun at me.
5: As long as I told you we were going to pull a job, I can't go without you. Now get going and no more back talk, how do you understand? Get going.
1: Pete and Jack rode up to the shack where Spike was waiting for them.
2: hold ho, ho. ho, ho
5: gone inside. All right,
2: gun. Pete. Here he is, Spike. Hey, hey. gun, Pete. Hey, Pop, he pulled a gun on me and made me come out of here when I didn't want to.
5: Put up that gun, Pete. Sure. But I don't like the kid's attitude, Spike. He seems to have gone soft or something. What's the matter with your son?
2: I told Pete I didn't want to come. I don't want to be an outlaw.
4: You don't? And what do you want to be? A lawman, what? someday. Holy smoke. A lawman? Yes, sir. What's come over you, son? And what you just said, then? You called me sir. You never did that before. I I heard someone say that
2: boys should say that to to their fathers. And look, Papa, I won't tell anything. Why can't I go back home and... Now.
5: You know too much, kid. Now that you say you want to be a lawman someday, well, that fixes it. Look, Pete... Why don't you go outside and join the others a while? Let me talk
4: things over with Jack and get things straightened out.
5: All right, Spike. But I'm telling you one thing, that kid isn't getting away from here. Me and the others will see to that. There's something funny about his change of ideas that I don't like. See you later.
1: Two days went by and Jack failed to appear at the camp. One day after Tonto had gone for supplies into town, Dan spoke of his concern to the Lone Ranger.
2: Golly, I wonder what happened to Jack Lawson. He hasn't come around for the past two days.
3: Yes, I noticed that, Dan. Perhaps Jack's decided he's seen enough of us for the time being.
2: Oh, no, sir, I'm sure it isn't that. Jack said the last time he was here that he couldn't wait to get back with us.
3: Then it is strange that he hasn't shown up. I guess he'll be around before the week is out.
2: Gosh, I hope so. I sort of got to like Jack, and well, I wouldn't want anything to happen that would make him change his mind about not being an outlaw.
3: Did Jack say he didn't want to be an outlaw?
2: No, not exactly. But he did say he hoped to be a lawman someday. He, he never mentioned his father.
3: Yes, I know. Well, here comes Toto.
2: He
4: came back sooner oh, than I thought he would. Yes,
3: he did.
2: Uh, you hear something in town me?
3: And it's not good. What did you hear, Toto? Did you
2: see anything Uh, of Jack Lawson, Toto?
3: Wait, Dan, wait. You listen. Go on, Toto. When me go to town,
5: rain up at hitch rack. Me see boys standing nearby. There's other fellow rain up beside me. Oh, Scott, hold on. Easy. Hold on. Easy, boy. boy. Hey, mister. What's happening to Jack? He hasn't been around lately. Ah, how do I know? Go on, beat it, kid. But he's living at your cabin. You ought to know. I said beat it. Jack's got more to do than to hang around with you. Hmm.
3: Him go into cafe. And me, follow, maybe find out about Jack. You wait here, Scout. I'll be gone long. So you followed the man into the cafe, Tonto? Not right. What did you find
5: out? Well, him go to table in corner. Meet other fellow. Me get close to listen and hear what them talk about. I was hoping I'd find you waiting, Bill. Just come from the camp. Is everything set, Pete? Yeah, it's all set. How are we going to work it? The stage will leave here in the morning carrying the shipment of gold. Yeah, I know that. There'll be a guard on it, too. That won't matter. Now, here's the plan we got. We've managed to get hold of a covered wagon. The gang will be hid inside. But on the wagon seat will be Lawson's kid with Spike dressed like a pioneer sitting beside him. Then what? We'll start out so as to meet the stage a few miles east of here on the trail. Yeah, hey, that's a good plan. Sure, they won't suspect a thing when they see a covered wagon coming along slow with a kid on the seat. <laughs> Spike will wave down the stage as if to ask directions, and the gang will take over. Good. And what am I to do? You hang around town tonight and make sure the shipment's still leaving. You can find out easy enough. Sure, I can find out. Good. And come on out just so to help us... We got a little trouble at camp, but it's under control. Trouble? Yeah, it's nothing. Me and the man got it smoothed out. I'll be getting back, Bill. I'll be looking for you later at camp. So man named Pete, leave cafe. Me come to tell you about Outlaw's plan.
3: I see. It's a very clever plan.
2: I can't believe Jack could do a thing like that. Help the outlaw gang in a holdup.
3: Yes, I know how you feel about it, Dan. Um. What we do, Pima Sadi. Naturally, we're going to prevent that hold-up, if possible, Tonto, and catch the Lawson gang.
2: But what about Jack? If the gang has caught A he'll... good
3: citizen has to do his duty, Dan, no matter who's involved. That's a lesson you'll have to learn if you ever hope to be a lawman. All right, Tonto. I'll get a note ready for you to take to the sheriff. Ah.
1: The following morning, along the trail east of Jason, a covered wagon moves along slowly... Get up there. Inside were several tough looking men, while on the driver's seat, Spike Lawson, dressed as a pioneer, sat beside his son, Jack. In the wagon, just behind the seat, Pete kneels with a gun in his hand. You ought to be meeting the stage almost any
5: time now, Spike. Tell that kid of yours if he don't act right when we do meet it, I'll put a bullet in each of you. Listen here, Pete. You and the gang took my gun away. Or you wouldn't make threats like that. Sure, we couldn't let you stick up for the kid like you wanted to. they will both get your share if the holdup goes over all right.
4: I don't want any of it. Look, Pete, let Jack get off the wagon. Beat it. I'll follow through
5: with the plan. Nothing to him. When they see a kid sitting on the wagon seat, they won't be suspicious. If you was there alone, they might smell a trap.
2: Hey, there comes a stage now around the bend yonder. That's right.
5: Get ready, men. Right there. sir. Now, don't forget, kid. One false move and you get it right in the back. When we get close enough, just about to pass him, call out in a nice way for him to stop a minute, understand? Uh, I understand. Golly, up. I know, kid. Take it easy. Stop the wagon, Spike. Ho!
2: Oh. Oh, hold there! Ho! Oh. Hail him, kid. Call out for him. Keep going. Don't stop. It's a hole oh. oh, oh, there. Where you said it. Don't stop. go? hold Ho!
1: Pulling alongside the covered wagon, the stage suddenly stopped and the coach door opened. The lone ranger with the sheriff and Tonto sprang out and ran close to the wagon side. Watch
2: out, the wagon's full outlaws.
5: Just Jack, Come off the wagon. Hey, you won't, kid. Look out. Oh, my wrist.
1: Hearing the order from the masked man, Jack jumped to the ground and ran to join the group alongside the wagon. The driver and guard on the boot of the stage had jumped behind a large box on top. From this vantage point, they rained bullets through the top of the wagon canvas. While the Lone Ranger, the sheriff, and Tonto move toward the opening at the back.
3: Gush down under the wagon, Jack. Tonto, the way. Come on, Tonto. Uh-huh. We get them from back.
2: They can't get away now.
3: All right in there. Up your guns and call out. Tell him get you first.
2: Oh, you won't. No! Never mind, keep shooting. You better give up! Nothing doing. You can't make us give up. Let them have it, men! Yeah, you must have a dozen men out there. We give up. Hold your fire. Drop our guns. us a chance to come out. All right. Come out with your hands up. Right. There seems to be all of them. Pops in there. Pete was going to shoot me for one and you, but Pop jumped him and got shot. Easy, easy, Jack. We'll bring your
4: father out here.
3: Come on, Toto. Uh, watch the other, Sheriff. I sure will. Driver's guard up there
2: in the
5: boots still have drawn guns, too. We got him
3: covered. Pete and Lawson are both still inside, wounded. We got the bell of the wagon. Ah, me coming to help.
1: A short time later, Dan Reed, who had followed the stage a short distance behind, leading Silver and Scout, arrived on the scene. Oh, hold it. hold there, hold, hold, hold it. There, Dan, the horses keep Oh, by. Dan,
2: gosh, I'm glad you came. My pop, he's shot.
1: We're trying to help him, Jack. It was
2: no use, mister. I'm a corner. No, Pop. No. no. Don't take it so
4: hard, son. <laughs> It's the best way.
3: Easy, fella. <sighs> easy now, easy. Jack
4: told me about you. That boy. kid didn't want to come along. Beat,
3: Pete, Pete. Yes, we know. We heard Jack's warning and saw what you did to save his life. Jack proved himself in a big way, Spike. You won't have to worry about him. <laughs> maybe. Maybe someday he can be a lawman. Not an outlaw. Like me. Oh, Bob. Bob. It's all right, son. All right. You'll make a fine lawman, Spike. I'm sure of that. Oh, I, I'm
4: glad. And it's because of you and, and that boy, Dan. Jack, son, I... I... Uh,
3: Bob. 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 Come on, Jack. Come on. Go back with us. Sheriff, we'll see you later to make arrangements for the funeral. Sure.
5: I'll take these prisoners back in the stagecoach and attend to fight.
2: You can ride on Victor with me, Jack.
5: Come along, then. Adios,
3: Sheriff.
4: Adios. Adios. Gosh. I can't savvy why I lost this kid and want to be a lawman.
5: There's lots of local armories like you don't savvy, mister. If we had more understanding for kids like that, we wouldn't have so many growing up to fill the prisons. The Lone Ranger gave Lawson's boy that kind of understanding.
1: This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Created and produced by George W. Trendle. Directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.
0: I hope you enjoyed this latest geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often, and make sure to subscribe to my podcast, so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep GeezerGus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now.